This time on 15 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Are you excited about the new cornhole season? It was the end of an era. And you can make nipples out of what? I'm Dale. And I'm Charlie. All that and more this time on 15 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Winters can be hard, especially in Simcoe County. You're kind of stuck in the house. You need to get out. You need to find something to do. Mm-hmm. Often there's like, you know, leagues, you know, like there's fantasy hockey and bar leagues of some sort. I came across this league, which I am legitimately intrigued by. The Barry Cornhole League. The Barry Cornhole League. Barry Cornhole. So again... Is this uh, the thing you would do in a bar? Well, no. You're, it's going to be at the Barry Curling Club. So, you know, cornhole is where you try to toss those beanbags bean bags into, into that little, box thing. Right. Right. Now, again, in my Italian world, this is a game that we grew up with. Is this I think for like it the, has another name. Is this for people that aren't, you know, good at playing bocce ball? It's like, well, you can play cornhole. Yes, it's kind of the alternative. Because <laughs> I wasn't good at bocce ball. So Wednesday night, starting November 3rd, it's eight weeks. This game is, it's quite addictive. Yeah. You know, like at first everyone's like, oh, do you want to play cornhole? You're like, but then when you get into it, you're like, oh my God, like it's a thing. And there's nothing more gratifying than when you knock somebody's bag out of the box. Welcome to the 2021 Innisfil Cornhole Championship of Bags, presented by Captain Morgan, helping bags find holes for over 30 years. <laughs> in the much-anticipated Sangria division, it's Charlie. Now, she was last year's winner in the Novice Spritzer division as well, versus Bob Watt, who recently moved over from the Boxed Wine League in Keswick. Both of these players will have demonstrated fabulous technique over time, although very different styles. Bob using the classic heave, and Charlie showing more finesse with the tossing used Kleenex into the trash bin style. <laughs> Charlie will toss first. Oh. It's not bad. She was hoping for the drop-in, but it looks like we've got our first points of the afternoon with it sitting on the board. Bob's turn now. Yes, there's the aggressive Chuck he's known for, knocking Charlie's bag off the board and leaving his hanging over the hole. Charlie's going to have a tough shot to follow now, trying to get her bag in the hole while managing to keep Bob's bag out. See, the last thing she wants here is a two-bagger. <laughs> Here's some good news. Mm-hmm. If you've ever realized you've just spent like 15 minutes talking to your dog... While they stare blankly at you and then occasionally lick themselves. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's Look, not that can you're... Can you stop licking yourself for just a minute? I'm trying to make a point here. <laughs> it's not that you're a bit off. It's actually a sign that you're smart. Oh. So a behavioral scientist from the University of Chicago says that when you talk to your pets, your plants, and even your car, or anything else that's not actually a person, you are demonstrating... A high social IQ and an uniquely human need to bond and connect. With your car? (laughs) Yeah. So um, there's this author of a book called MindWise. And basically he says, recognizing the mind in other animals, a god or even a gadget is a reflection of our brain's great ability rather than a sign of our stupidity. (laughs) So when you see me randomly talking to myself in my car, Mm -hmm. it's not that I'm stupid. 
No, but you're talking to yourself. There's a difference between talking to yourself and talking to your car. Yeah, well, you know, nobody else seems to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever see that Stephen King movie, Cujo? It was like from 1981. Uh, Bits and and pieces of it, the dog dog one. Right. I've never watched it. I've heard it's horrific. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Stephen King apparently now has written a sequel. Oh. It's called Rattlesnakes. And it's about Vic Trenton, who is the father of the little boy in Cujo. In Cujo. Okay. So I'm not going to... Yeah, right. Okay. So I've never, again, I, I can't... Like, I have a problem with even happy movies Yeah, with animals involved. Like, Babe Almost Killed but, Me. But this is going to be yeah, this, a not happy movie. Well, no, it's Stephen King. I and, don't think he's ever done anything happy. And, and, and Rattlesnakes. Well, Rattlesnakes is what it's called. So I'm assuming... Um, the amphibians will be involved. Are rattlesnakes amphibians? No. What are they? They just—they're just reptiles. Oh, what's an amphibian? Uh, like a frog, can oh. can can live in water or in right. air. Right. And when did we learn about this? Grade three, maybe grade three science. Or some people today. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whatever. No it's gonna be a horror out. movie. Okay, I don't know. Okay, it's gonna be scary. Don't don't go see it. <laughs> The North American rattlesnake is a mostly venomous variety of the viper family. All rattlesnakes are predators, which is why they're often linked to a number of human professions. While not amphibious, rattlesnakes are reptiles. The frogs, while not reptiles, are amphibious, meaning they can both breathe air and drink like a fish, another trait found in some humans. The main habitats of the rattlesnake include areas in the south, east of the Mississippi, the Mojave Desert, Shanty Bay, and some lawyer's offices. (laughs) For more information on the North American rattlesnake, contact the Canadian Wildlife Service at 56 Spark Street, Ottawa. Sometimes our conversations, while honest and truthful, can get a little raw for the radio, but not here. So I'm in with the surgeon. Mm Mm-hmm. We have now determined uh, which implants will work for me. So what the surgeon does is she actually orders like five or six different sizes. She takes everything out. Because even know, though you've narrowed it down to New York, there's the yes, five boroughs of New York. So exactly. you want to find out which, are you going to be Queens? Are you going to be Manhattan? Am I going to be the Bronx? Right, exactly. Gotcha. Right, yeah. you know? Am I going to be Little Italy? Anyway, okay, whatever. <laughs> so... Again, we hope for scenario A, which is, you know, a good surgery. Nothing goes wrong. But circulation is key, right? So with your blood, with your oxygen levels, and she will not know until she's in there Mm -hmm. and doing a few tests and checks to see if um, everything will kind of take and, you know, mold to itself, including, and this is is a legit concern, I think, for a lot of women that are, are having this procedure, is do I get to keep my own nipples? Right. So in some cases, it's just not, you can't, they need to take everything and it's for the best. Yeah. And then, you know, you can get tattoos and things like that. Yeah. So again, scenario A would be, yes, I could. Okay. But again, pending circulation. So that's the hope, but she'll do a check and she'll be like, look, we can't, they're going to die, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I said, okay, so what do we do then? She goes, listen, we, 
She goes, I can make nipples out of anything for you, love. She goes, in fact, she goes, the most popular way to make nipples Mm -hmm. is um, from your vagina. And I'm like, back the bus up. (laughs) (laughs) What? I go, so you're telling me you're going to take my southern part and add it to my northern part? That's and the first time like, anybody from the South has moved north. Right. And she's like, well, yeah. She goes, you know, when you, like, aesthetically, she goes, it's the same tissue color. Oh. And I'm like, well, I don't think me or most people in life have ever thought about that. I never have. Right. Until now. Until now. You'll, you'll go home. Honey, can I see that? And can I see that? I need to compare. But no. So she's like. Yeah, she's like, this is sort of how we would most likely really uh, try. And it's because, too, the, the you know, the, the lady part um, just keeps making tissue. It's like a magical place down there, apparently, for surgery <laughs> magical and place. for everything. Keeps, it keeps regenerating? Yeah, basically. And she's like, this is the best place for us to pull from uh, to try to create real nipples. She says, um, you know, the only problem is because they're they're... Over time, sensation might come back, mm-hmm. you know, because you never know. Yeah. Uh, she goes, most women don't like it because they protrude always. Like, you can always see them. It's always cut last time. It kind of is, right? Because it, it's, uh, you know, it, it's aesthetic, right? So As opposed to functional. Going forward, everybody's going to go, do you want me to turn the heat up in here, Charlie? A little cold? I'd be like, no, no, it's just my vagina nipples. They just <laughs> got a mind of their own. <laughs> Oh, God. It's funny, but it's true, but it's sad. But anyway, so. Uh, wow. Right? Okay. I just. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I just got back from Thunder Bay. I was mm-hmm. up there taking care of some family business. So it was not one of my usual vacations, but I had to go to the bank at one point. And this is another one of those only in Thunder Bay stories. Okay. Only in Thunder Bay. So there I am. I'm running into the bank. Standing in the bank, and we're waiting in line. There's only about three of us in line, and all of a sudden, one of the tellers, because there's only two tellers that are open, and one of them turns to the other one and says, I got to go outside right now. And I'm like, wait a minute. Can you not serve us? There's only two tellers open. He goes, I got to help. I got to help my uh, one of my coworkers outside. They're stuck with their truck. And I'm like, stuck with their truck? Doing what? What? <laughs> and then the other teller turns and says, no, we can't. You, you can't go right now. And so I'm, I'm not really sure what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Until I get outside. Okay. And I realize how his buddy is stuck with his truck. And here's where it just seems to be only in Thunder Bay. Because <laughs> everybody up there drives a truck. Mm-hmm. And they all have trailer hitches on them. Okay. Because everybody has a trailer for their truck, of course. Well, his buddy, I guess, or coworker, I think it's a coworker, had backed his truck up too far. And the trailer hitch had actually run into a car behind him. Oh, God. And that car was now hooked up on the trailer hitch. (laughs) But the guy's not a tow truck, okay? But it had that same feel to it. So only in Thunder Bay, (laughs) as I'm walking out, do I go, and and you've got these little people on there trying to push down on the back of it to unhook the car. They're trying, yeah. And so I go, do you need a little help? And all of a sudden, another big guy comes walking up the driveway, and I go, let's get on the back bumper here. (laughs) So he jumps on one part of the bumper of the truck. I jump on the other side, and the two of us start bouncing up and down like this on the bumper of the truck. <laughs> Until finally you hear the chunk, and the car 
falls off of the hitch, and they're like, all right, we got her. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm like, only in-, only in Thunder Bay. So I have lived in Simcoe County now for 10 years, just over 10 years. Right. And when I first moved here, there were a couple things I noticed that were like staples for me. Okay. okay. Like places, right? Mm-hmm. One, where the Costco is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And another was Misty's Cafe. Miss, oh, yeah. Okay. So, because it's it's on Big Bay. It's yep. kind of on the way to the highway. Yeah. You just, you see it. Sure. And every time I saw Misty's Cafe, mm-hmm. I kind of looked and, is it busy at 3.30 in the afternoon? Oh, it's pretty busy today. <laughs> you know, you kind of look how many cars are in the, anyway. <laughs> What a lonely gentleman. I just, but you know, I believe, and I was looking this up, and I'm very disappointed that I can't find the, the backstory, like the history of when Misty's Cafe opened and things like that. But that, I'm sure there's somebody that can call us up. I'm and sure somebody knows. The old reliable Misty's Cafe has now become yeah. electrical elite. So yeah. There, so there is like this new kind of electricity, I guess, running through the building. Okay. But here's my question. Yeah, because it's a good sized building. Like it's a good it, spot. It it's it sort is. of in an industrial area. Yeah. A lot of parking. Yeah, it would be great for for a company like this. Mm-hmm. But if you're the the owner of Electrical Elite, where do you put your office in that building, knowing what it was used for before? Like, do you do you use the same desk as you know the the, the previous owner? No, I would put it like right right where the stage is. Like do, what do you? Well, that's, that's it. Like I'd, where I'd the actually, bar is? Do you? Yeah, I turn the, new the bar and the stage where you area. Go and get parts. Yeah, I turn like the the, the 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 stage with the seating around the stage and stuff. That would be the boardroom. Right. Oh. And, and then and then when you and then when you're holding a board meeting, everybody's sitting around. All the employees are sitting around. And then when it's time for you to start the board meeting, you get one of the one of the employees to come in and go, oh, "Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to the stage the boss?" <laughs> well, what I really really want to know is, are they taking down the poles? <laughs> The poles are gone. I'm sure they did. Anyway, that's just what's running through my mind. But a new, like a company, this is exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. But, yeah. but I'm sure there were a lot of people. I saw a lot of social media posts and stuff like that. Yeah. People just remembering all the great memories. Sorry, memories. <laughs> Look at me <laughs> at the nudie bar at a quarter to three. <laughs> And I'm feeling kind of frisky, as you can see. I'm at Misty's, if you're looking for me. (laughs) Two more beers. (laughs) One for me and my new friend here. Can tell she really likes me. I might get lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm at Misty's. Where else would I be? <laughs> hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed that 15 minutes you'll never get back, follow and subscribe. More on Dale and Charlie at 1075CoolFM.com. Download your favorite episodes there or at Spotify. Leave a review so our egos can get inflated. Waste your time next week.